With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Hit me up, dog. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So, kiss the radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the bay to the valley, he always put it down with the street level bump and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Save it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he takes the kind of music that stimulates your mind. Is it a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to repping with Omezi in the session? One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect or your handheld device. So your cousin and your friend about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you, Soul Kitchen Radio, Slick Rick and my show, Soul Kitchen Radio, Big Old Maisie, Soul Kitchen Radio, Crazy Ball Heads Man with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandma this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio, New Music Monday, Soul Kitchen. Radio. Here we go again. Another week. Fantastic week. Soul Kitchen Radio. I'm your man, Rick Camacho, in charge of the board over here. Uh, we got Crazy Ballhead. Thank you for hooking up that inter- that intro once again. Great, great show today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft. Also, we got to talk about Charlie Sheen is back on TV. Wow. We're going to tell you a little bit more about that. Um, you want to call in 714-694-4150. Omizi is on the road with E40. He's going to be calling in. They're, they're just touched down at 11:30, so when they get when they get in the car, they're going to give us a call. Uh, Mike is on his way in. Uh, Brian's going to be calling in. So if you want to get on the line, you want to talk about something, give us a call. Here it is. If you have something to say? Call right now. 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Soul Radio. Radio. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 I Yeah. 
I want it all, so I ball, so I fall, and I'm shitting on these niggas. Every time I hit the wall, cause I'm heavy shit. Nigga, you're so irrelevant. I'm at your door knocking, but we ain't selling shit. So if awards, what you want, then it's award you get. And we a trip, but we didn't come in here to start shit. You're not a threat, I'm looking down on you niggas. My money getting longer, so my ego getting bigger. Show respect, I'm a prophet in the flesh. Great niggas, what I'm shooting for, I won't settle for less, nigga. I'm the hardest, probably cause I'm the smartest. So like flawless, so I'ma get it regardless. I hope you really about to be when we collide. I ain't shooting in the air cause we ain't beefing with the side. I'm having sex, nigga, that's very relevant. We gon' smoke this old pound, we ain't selling shit. I want it all, so I'm on to my farm. Little fingers to them all as I'm shutting down the mall cause I'm having sex, nigga. You're irrelevant. We gon' smoke this old pound, we ain't selling shit. I want it all, so I'm on to my farm. Little fingers to them all as I'm shutting down the
trying to get get my uh, mind just keep spinning, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 who is this on the line? I think this must be Sweet Gale. Sweet Gale, you on the line? Sweet Gale, who else? Okay, Sweet Gale's on the line. Hold on, Sweet Gale. We'll be oh, right okay. back with you, okay? We're not going to forget about you today. Hold on. Brian, let's talk a little bit about the NFL, NFL uh, lockout. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully football will be back uh, Thursday. From what I hear, it's you know it's pretty much uh, Goodell wants to get this deal done, and uh, hopefully they're going to get everybody in uh, camp and everything's going to go. And the exhibition game August seventh is going to go off, but there's still a lot of work to go until it's officially said and people sign and you know and we know that it's finally open and camps are opening. You know we're still on a strike and we're possibly could lose the season. You know like Dave Bowen said. Uh, Possibly, he's like, we want it back as much as you, man, you know. But there's no definite 100% right now. So, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll be all set this week. We'll have free agents open up. We'll have an amazing show, hopefully, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow will come back. But next couple weeks or so, two weeks, I'll be doing my research. Misha's going to be doing his research. We're going to have an amazing fantasy show. We're going to have apps. We're going to have football players on our show. We're going to have up-to-date you know, who's going where, who's going to be battling for positions, who's going to lose their job. Our show will be mainly football, but we'll talk like 20, 30 minutes baseball. So I'm excited. I'm excited about the venture. Uh, you know what's amazing? With uh, with this whole off season, no training, all these football players are just getting themselves in trouble and fighting. And, man, we got to bring football back just so they uh, got something to do. Yeah, no, I mean, amazing. we were talking about that last week. Um, that everybody's getting in trouble. It looks like uh, uh, who uh, who else just got in trouble? Um, Cedric Benson just Cincinnati got arrested. Guy. Yeah, yeah, Cedric Benson just got arrested. Um, they all get arrested. They're all idiots. Some dude just got charged with uh, stealing gas. Did you hear about that? He wow. played for the Eagles for five years. You're stealing gas. Like, bro, come on. You can't afford gas. You played football. I mean, it's, I don't I don't understand these athletes. Yeah. It's, it's all well, they it's get, all the like gas alcohol. prices are going up, man. That's understandable. You know, we still don't steal gas, dude. Come on. They have the money. It's like four. It's like, it's like four twenty-five in some places. You know, I don't really have a car and I want to steal gas. I know. I know. It's like, yeah, it sucks. We need more. Yeah. So it's understandable, but yeah, it's just too much. Of the future. If you would like to pay with your firstborn, please place them in the receptacle and push that's the gas pumps of the future, man. You can play with your kids. That's the way it's going now. Or, or you can, or you can play in the NFL and try to steal gas. Um, hey, you can. It's like we said. It's like we, like I said, man. Time is uh, idle. Time is the devil's workshop. So when you ain't got shit to do, you know, but work out, it's like you know, what I mean, that's it. Just opens you up to time, time to bad shit. You know, what I mean, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. The time times have just times have changed, man. Like just even filling out job applications, you gotta go through assessments. Gotta just for a restaurant job now, it's ridiculous. It's retarded, man. A, hey, we got a we got I, a new. Uh, I, I picked up a new I picked up a new endorsement since we were gone from last week, and here it is. It's Shadow Hayes. Shadow Hayes is my new uh, my new commercial endorser, and here, here here's a, his latest commercial right here on the radio. Check it out. 
Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacy about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regiment of regular doses, you'll overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor skills, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, table dancing, headaches, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, or naked oyster. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. Is a major contributing factor in dancing like a retard. May cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you love them and may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may also lead to you believing ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at 4 in the morning. Alcohol may make you think that you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting on them. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. It may also lead you to believe that people are laughing with you. Alcohol may cause pregnancy, and it may also be a major factor in you getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. Hey, Shadow Haze, man. Thanks for hooking that up, man. Uh, so, so Brian, that's that's been your that's been your uh, your drug lately, right? Some tequila. Yeah. He's probably getting a tequila. I mean, see, there you go. The sponsor's already doing his job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Let's let's go ahead and get Gail get Gail in here. She can tell us what's uh, what's going on with her. Gail, how's your stuff? Yeah. How's your career going? My career, I'm still knocking on the door, but I always like to come up with new, funny, ridiculous stories. So last week it was so funny to me that I found out that Republican lady that's running for president, uh-huh. her family business is praying, getting gay people to pray straight. You know, you wow. pray you. So I come up with because I, oh, I expand on these things. So I come up with this story where, all right, you have to say a million Hail Marys and you'll become straight. But uh-huh. not even better, some family member doesn't like you being gay, so they go behind your back and say a hundred million Hail Marys, and the gay person wakes up. It could be a man or a woman. You know, they go to bed gay, and the next day they get up and they look at their partner. And it's not there no more. And they're straight. And and I think this would make a good movie, you know, and I get a cut of it. So anyway, so that was the whole movie is, am I going to continue to be straight, or how can I pray my way back to being gay, or can you do that? And then finding out who did this to you, and then you find out your family member prays you straight. Yeah, you should, you should pitch it to the, the gay community that might support you no, no, and uh, the money your way. all the time. But I think that is so hysterical that some people actually believe if you pray, you can make people straight. It's hysterical. It's, it's well, ridiculous. God, that'd be great, right? Everybody, everybody yeah. goes straight now. That'd be awesome. No more. If you're gay, you're gay. If you're straight, you're straight. That's it. You know what amazes me? It's kind of like a reverse sometimes. Some people, oh, they could go through life have two, three kids, and then one day they just realize, you know what? 
I kind of want to be with the opposite. Yeah, with okay. the same no, sex. no. A lot know, of times that's it's not almost the like goal. they wake up feeling like they What it like is, they're can. depressing for society and for their family. Because a lot of times they have those feelings and they know they have those feelings. But they suppress it and think they're going to overcome it for their family and society. But at the end, they have to be what they are. Oh, my God. Ooh. Mike, Mike, did you did you get that song that I sent you? Ah, oh, man, no, I didn't. But if you could play it on this thing, that would be awesome. Oh, my God. I, you know what? Hey, uh, Omizi. Yo. I got this. I got a, a artist hit me up saying that he's a bisexual rapper, right? Now, now it, it was like I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know. I I don't think you'd be a bisexual rapper if you if you suck a dick and you're a gay rapper. And <laughs> and uh, and his song he sent me was teaching. His song actually teaches you how to to suck a cock. And so I'm not playing oh, that. One. I'm not playing oh, that. Oh God. Yeah. It is. No, I'm not yeah. playing. We'll lose. We'll lose stuff. I'm saying I need to send him a message back saying, "Hey, you, you could. Uh, that song will be great in Atlanta. Go to Atlanta and." Uh, <laughs> uh, or Fort Lauderdale. Or Fort Lauderdale. Oh man, yeah, I didn't realize. Hey, seven six it was nine, so you're on the air. What's up? This is Soul Kitchen Radio. You're on the air. Who's this? Seven six nine. This is uh, Jason Hurst from uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, What's up, Jason? Guess you guys are Jimmy uh, on Facebook. I'm doing a Ray Guy campaign to try to get him in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, oh. Uh, so I got a message that you guys might be interested in talking a little football and uh, how, how we're uh, trying to get this guy into the hall. Man, this is a perfect time. I'm glad you called. Uh, this is definitely what this, I wanted to talk about this, and, and I think we was going back and forth on Facebook, but... Yes, this is a whole campaign about getting the Ray guy, the Oakland Raiders punter, the best punter ever in the league, the the guy who 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 coined the coffin kick into the Hall of Fame. And uh, Jason, let's talk about it a little bit. What can people do to help this go? Because I know Ray guys been getting kicked out like every year. Yeah, it's uh it's real easy. Uh, we have a sister station. Uh, I work for uh, WJTV in Jackson. We're a CBS affiliate. You can get there through there or whlt.com. Um, the easiest way uh, is we have a keyword search, and you type in Ray Guy, all one. Um, sometimes the landing page doesn't work. They'll say if you do get an error message, it'll say a, a keyword link. Just click that, and it'll bring you right to it. But it's it's uh, whlt.com, and uh, like I said, you do a keyword search with Ray Guy, all one word, you'll get there. And basically what I did was uh, – I had, I've had the opportunity uh, to talk to him a few times, and he's talked to me about, you know, not getting in every year, and and uh, he had told me he never had a TV station back him before. So I said, well, would you like me to kind of get that going? And and that's where it went from there. So I talked to my uh, news director. I said, this is what I want to do. So they, uh, they built me a page, and uh, I told him, I said, well, it's got to be more than just video and me talking to Ray. We have to have a plan of action. And uh, so we built a, a petition and basically asked people to put their their name, their email address, and we know all 44 voters, and uh, they're going to get tired of hearing uh, from me after a while because uh, I, I just think any time I've heard the name uh, Ray Guy, it, it's always been he's the best punter to ever play the game. And, and to me, it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel. Uh, this is, to me, a no-brainer. Uh, I just think uh, 
he deserves to be in there. And uh, I've had, like I said, the pleasure of uh, chatting with him on several occasions. And I mean, he's just an interesting guy. Man, I I I totally 100% agree, man. I'm a diehard Raider fan. I'm a definitely a Ray guy fan. Um, if there's anything we can do to help him get, I mean, you tell Ray guy and when you talk to him again that we got his back 100%, and and we'll we'll put it out there. I'll put it on my website on SoulKitchenRadio.com. If you can send me a link, I'll. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll... absolutely. Uh, let me give you my email address, and then we can go from there. It's uh, the letter J Hurst H U R S T at WJTV.com. Uh, what's great is the support. This this campaign's not even three weeks old, and I've already got a thousand people signed. Uh, it's just it's amazing. Like he's he's a guy that uh, that people really believe it should be in there, and so that. With the quick response that we're getting, this thing is starting to take a life of its own. And uh, but we we need more than the help of just the folks here in Mississippi uh, because he's touched uh, you know m- more lives. I mean, there's Raider Nation. I mean, heck, he was a third string quarterback for you guys. I mean, he did it all. And I think that's what's frustrating for him is uh, in the interviews that I've had with him, a lot of the the riders say that well, he's a kicker. They're not an athlete. I mean. Ray could have done anything he wanted. I mean, he could have uh, been a, uh, a pro baseball player. I mean, the guy still is a great golfer, but uh, he coined the uh, the hang time. That's not Michael Jordan. And uh, and it just, I mean, if, if you look back at the tape, I think we live in a day and age right now where uh, the fantasy stats take over. But what people don't realize is that if you look at some of the numbers, punting's a whole different ballgame. John Madden, if you you know, as you guys are big Raider fans, you, you've probably heard him say over the years, he would tell his offense, "Don't worry about it, just raise raise our secret weapon, let him punt it, and, and we'll get our defense to set things back up again." And Ray would he could put the ball wherever he wanted, so he'd be willing to just punt it 30 yards if it set up the defense, and then the offense would get better field position. And that's what I think. If you really look at game stats, some games when he played, yeah, you might look at a punt and the yards weren't there, but how it set up things, uh, you can ask the, the Redskins in the, uh, in the early days. Uh, everyone talks about um, Marcus Allen's famous run in the Super Bowl, but you know what? That interception on Joe Theismann was set up because of a Ray Guy punt. And uh, it's just little things like that. And, uh, you know, the last thing, that when I talked to him, he had said what's hard for him is a lot of times he'll get introduced by people as, hey, this is Hall of Famer Ray Guy. And and he's got to say, no, that's not right. You know, it's, but and I think it's time for uh, him to have to stop saying that because I think it's well overdue. It's definitely. And, and unfortunately, we're going to have to wait again until next year. But Brian, Brian's our sports guy. Brian, what do you think about the whole Ray Guy? Are there any punters in the NFL right now or in the, in the Hall of Fame right now? No punters. There are no punters in the Hall of Fame um, and just uh, one kicker. So uh, it, it's just, I think, special teams is overlooked. And you ask, as a matter of fact, uh, I interviewed Larry Fedora this, this past weekend. He was uh, the head football coach at, at Southern Miss, and that's where Ray's at now. He's part of the athletic department. And uh, Larry basically said, well, obviously those voters aren't football coaches. And I think football coach didn't understand just how important special teams is, and Ray Guy was the best at what he did. And that says it right there. If you ask 
if you ask people that were in the game, I mean, there, there wasn't anybody better. And my, I was always told, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, were you the best at what you did? That's so, right. That to me, you know, it's, you know, what's, you know what's good is, is now, now that we have, uh, now that we have Hard Knocks shows like Hard Knocks on HBO, stuff like that, it's starting uh, to bring special teams more into the limelight as far as how people even, how people even stay on the team. Um, we got Janikowski kicking 63-yard field goal. Uh, I think the best is going to have to open it up. And I don't see why they have the right guy in. He's been a contender like last well, I'm a Patriots fan, and if it wasn't for Benatari, we wouldn't have, you know, we love Tom Brady. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, special teams plays a role, and he was the best at what he did. And, you know, I guess I don't have to convince you guys that the trick is there's 44 guys out there that I do have to convince. And uh, I don't know if it's because he never played it down in the game. I don't uh it's it's different when you're in the huddle, and uh, and, and so uh, his peers, if if the, if the peers could uh, could vote, Ray would have already been in. Uh, and uh, but let me put it to you this way: for John Madden, who I think is one of the great minds, for him to be willing to take a first round pick, and Ray being the only first round punter ever taken. Uh, and it worked out. You know that uh, John Madden knows what he's doing, yeah. and uh, that should say it all right there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he put the coffin kick in the EA Sports game as one of the as one of the punting things when when you when you learn to punt in the game. So, you know, that's that's important. And I don't know why I don't understand why these kickers don't use that more often to to pin people back instead of. Trying to bounce it down there, but that coffee cake is always going to be. Well, well, I asked Ray, he, and, and if you go to uh, go to the site, uh, I have what I call twelve questions with uh, with Ray Guy, and, and I asked him if it was a gift. And trying to be a pro punter was not not his goal. He just said he had the natural ability to just you know boom it, and. Uh, he grew up in, in Georgia where they were, he had a lot of land, and they just they just booted it. And uh, it wasn't something like he went out to perfect it. It was just it was his style, and, and uh, it just it just happened that way. And then he realized um, what he had, and he and he worked on perfecting it. And that was one of the things that he always talked about was uh, he he always tried to put him around himself around people that were at their best. And he wasn't afraid to ask different questions, but he would uh, he would perfect on putting that ball where it needed to be. Um, and and uh, you know, the hang time was just something that kind of came along with it. Um, but Ray was a, a gifted DB at Southern Miss, uh, has interception records, and then like I said, he he didn't want to just be punting; he wanted to be in the middle of it all. He said John, meaning man, would would yell at him. You know, he was afraid to get hurt. But he said at practice, he wanted to learn every facet of the game. He wanted to learn everything because it was more than just special teams, and he was in there with the offense, the defense, every chance he could. And he said uh, he, he takes pride in the fact that he was, you know, considered one of the quarterbacks. He was third-string quarterback. But uh, 
anyway, I can go on and on and on. And uh, and like I said, uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time with me. Uh, uh, Give us that information, like I said. Yeah, it's uh, the letter A lot J. Of love for Ray. H U. What's that? A lot of love uh, for Ray. Twitter J. Ah, uh, man, I hear you. He's a he's a fantastic uh, fantastic individual. Uh, great story. But anyway, it's the letter J. Hurst H U R S T at WJTV.com. I'll send you that link. And if you want to look on your own, you can go to WHLT.com. Um, but basically, you know, the, the task I'm giving everybody is uh, sign that petition. The more names we have, the more ammunition we've got. And, and the task I have is once you do it, have five other uh, people that you know that are uh, part of Raider Nation and, and fans of Ray to do it as well because uh, – uh, the, the more we have in numbers, they got to pay attention to us, and uh, because this is long overdue. It sure is, man. I've never seen I've never seen nobody go out like that uh, for for a player like that, and I know he really appreciates it. And we appreciate it as a as a Raider Nation, we appreciate somebody that's not even in Oakland doing something like this, man. So we really appreciate well, you. Well, I appreciate that. Like I said, I'm a Connecticut guy. I'm down here in Jackson, Mississippi as a sport tanker, and they love their their own guys. And Ray's a Mississippi guy. Uh, he's, you know, a Southern Miss Eagle and, and uh, Golden Eagle. And, and the thing is, is they, they love him down here, and uh, he's real. And he'll talk football with you. And when he asked me for my help, I, I said I'll do what I can. And so, uh, you know, you just ask guys like that just to – to kind of be real, and that's exactly what he is. I mean, what you see is what you get with it, and you, you just can't help but want to help a guy like that. But anyway, guys, I appreciate everything. Thanks for having me on, and uh, and uh, we'll, let's see if we can get him in the hall. All right, yeah, I, I just sent you an email, so uh, respond with the link, and I'll put it on my website. Thanks, John. All right, thanks. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Good guy. Good partner. Congrats. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that is that I've heard of punters or kickers in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I they're, I they're the still Hall a part of the game. What's up? I think I should be in the Hall There's, of Fame. For what? For the biggest jackass? Hey, uh, we got, <laughs> we got Gary Archer on the phone. Gary, did you hear any of that? Gary Archer. <laughs> okay, hey, we're going to be right back, guys. We're going to get into a hip-hop classic, what I'm doing. Every week I'm going to throw a hip-hop classic down for everybody. This one I selected, um, it's going to throw you way back in the time, back into the 90s. I was I was watching, uh, I was watching Gary, you, you'll get some of this. Gary, you there? Gary, Gary, yeah, Gary. Okay, yeah, yeah I, was watching, I was watching some of the old school uh, Soul Beat stuff over the weekend. Yes, Remember, sir. Uh, Remember Soul Beat? Everybody remember Soul Beat from Oakland. I know, I know you remember it, Gary, and uh, sure. and Omizi. Probably grew yeah. up watching Soul Beat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Watching some of the old school, old school commercials and stuff, and so I had to, I had to go into this hip hop classic right here. And it's gonna bring you back to them Soul Beat era. Here it is on Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. We'll be right back. Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen... Come on, come on. Welcome to Sky Pager. Beepers. Beepers. 
I communicate with beavers, baby. Beavers. Welcome to Sky Fager. So you Sky Fager. Press the phone key at 3 Cadre. Please enter the pin number you wish. Sky Fager. Sky Fager. Sky Fager. Take you guys back to that. Anybody remember the old beeper numbers? What you mean, bro? I just oh, I'm about cool. to get rid of my phone now and give me a beeper. Like I'm <laughs> tired of people being able to text me what they want. I just want that number to come up. I, you know, I want them nine one ones, bro. Like, let me know it's an emergency or something, man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Man, I still remember my. It's funny because I still use my beeper number as my uh as my Safeway Club card number. Oh, you're big. <laughs> and, and I, look, and I went, I went real big back in the days. I got me an eight seven seven number. I had me a, a toll free beeper number. Yeah. Oh, you have stepped it up. Yeah, I stepped it up back in the days, man. You know, we we all had them Skytel two ways, and them two ways came out, and and it went from there. It was funny. 
But you know what the thing, like, that's that's where Sidekick fucked up. If Sidekick would have been a Sidekick and had that <laughs> ability like Tupac did, where, where I could walk up to a DJ and just beam my shit to him. Yeah. That it, it would have been for every DJ in the world beyond that shit still instead of this bullshit Blackberry Messenger. That's where I'm yeah. now, but that's... That, that two-way shit, like when you see someone in a room, you, you just be running up on them and be like, bro, bring me your shit. Like, like now you ask all kinds of questions and weird shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You just be able to thug your, way, thug your way through the industry, like, bro, give me your shit. Like, bring me. <laughs> yeah, you know what's but funny now, is, is I did that like, with Little John. I was, I, I seen Little John in the club, and I, and I, zoomed, I beat my stuff to him. He beat his stuff to me. And for a long time, I was talking to him on the two-way. And, and and it was cool. I'm sitting here talking to Little John on a two way about this song that he just dropped, and it was cool. And now you can't do that stuff. It's crazy. Now you yeah, got Twitter. Twitter's the new two way. Twitter, yeah, definitely. Twitter is definitely the new two way. That's exactly. I, I like that. That's that's a good uh, observation right there, Gary Archer. Good job. Like if you use it, you know what I mean. Yeah, if you use it right, because. Because, I mean, I, I, I got into using Twitter all the time now, and, and it's actually made this show a little bigger because I got a hold of you. I got a hold of all kinds of people through Twitter. Right up. So you don't right even up. need a phone number no more. You just got to hope they 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 uh they mention you. Hope, hope they mention you when you call. Uh, AJ was uh, mentioning about Twitter. Uh, I got a new Twitter thing. It's called uh, Fish Taco Wisdom. So if you want to follow that, that'd be me. Fish taco wisdom. Yep. I'm feeling that. Well, I'm a, I'm uh, fish taco, and then uh, wisdom. Uh, w i s d o m. Oh, that. What kind of shit you talk on there? Oh uh, man, just some random stuff that comes to the brain. You know, sometimes it's stuff that touches the soul. Sometimes it's just. Stupid stuff that you know makes you want to giggle a little bit. Sometimes it's stuff that makes you want to think about life. <laughs> there it is. That's why we got you on the show. That's why we got you on the show, man. For fish taco wisdom, we'd like that. Yeah. Can't man. go wrong with a fish taco. Man, you guys know um, um, Charlie Sheen is is back in the in the business. They're they're creating another show for this guy. Yeah. What's yeah. The show called? Let me tell you the show right now. Charlie Sheen is set to return to television in a sitcom loosely based on the Jack Nicholson movie Anger Management. Um, the rap confirmed two weeks ago that that Willis was motion for the project, which Revolution Studios Honcho Joe Roth was shopping. But now it's official. Lionsgate will produce a half-hour comedy. Um. Sheen will have a significant ownership stake in the project, the production company said. Charlie Sheen's rose to air on same night as Two and a Half Men. I chose anger management because while it might be a big stretch for me to play a guy with a serious anger management issue, I think it's a great concept, Sheen said. It also provides me with the real ownership in the series. A certain amount of creative control and a chance to be back in business with one of my favorite movie producers of all time, Joe Roth. So... Joe Roth was part of uh, Major League and Young Guns. And so Anger Management will be Sheen's, Sheen's first full-time TV gig since CBS hired him for all his crazy management. So look for Anger Management with Charlie Sheen. That's coming out uh, 
Uh, they're in production right now, so that'll be a funny one. Yeah, yeah that's for him. You know, it's always nice when they, you know, get a role for somebody that fits their character. Anger management seems like it's Charlie Sheen perfect. Yeah, yeah it does. Saying, it, it's really acting. It's more of a reality show that's a sitcom, huh? Yeah, yeah, basically. That's what it's going to be. It, it's a reality show with, with storyline. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel that. I feel that. So, so, so you said he owns the show. He must have, because there ain't no way he passed the drug test, right? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna be half owner. He's gonna be part owner of the show. That's what I'm talking about. Is he from the Bay Area? Where's yeah, Charlie from, man? That's, he's got an independent mind state. Where's he from? Where I didn't know he was from the Bay Area. What part? Nah, I'm Bay. just claiming him. I don't know if he is. I'm just oh, trying to claim him. Claiming him. You know, <laughs> honorary, honorary. Honorary Bay Area member. Yeah, yeah, until someone says he's not, I'm saying he is. He's from Oakland, I think. Okay, yeah. He's from I think, Richmond. I think he, no, yeah, he might I think be. He's from Richmond by you. He's over by you. Yeah, Pittsburgh or something. Deep in the heart of Richmond. Yeah. Right there, baby. Bro, what's that? The triangle, mm-hmm. triangle, iron triangle? He's from there. From the Iron Central. Yeah, he's from Central, I think. For real. <laughs> All right, well, Dan, we got what time? We got Blanco coming on at 11:30. He'll be calling in pretty soon. Well, actually, it's already 11:40, so he's running a little late. I just called him. I called him and told him to give us 10 minutes because we had the other dude on the line real fast. So he should be calling any second. Cool, cool. So speaking of the other guy, what do you think about uh, Ray guy getting into the Hall of Fame? Should should they should have been done that, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm, you know what I mean? Ray Guy's been a Hall of Fame type player just because of his position that they kind of play him back. But, you know what I mean? That guy won a lot of games just out of position alone. He's a bro. Ray Guy's a beast. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, we're going to go into another song real quick, and then when we come back, we're hopefully we'll talk to Blanco. Um, and we got John Q. You know John Q, Gary? Yes, sir. Okay, John Q's calling in at twelve o'clock. This guy has been dying to get on the show. Send me his records. I like what I like what I hear. So we're gonna talk to this guy in a little while. Um, stay right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my own shit right here. This is Blessed Bonafide, and I played this a few weeks ago, and and everybody was loving it. So this is my own shit right here. Blessed Bonafide called Wild Wild West right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. You have something to say? Call right, right. now seven one four six nine four. 4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. This your boy Jay Gibb, the soul of the city, and you are in the kitchen. Right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. We cooking up that good gumbo, that good beef stew for you. You dig? Holla. Holla. Sleeping in beach, so with a 
stick with it playing yet or what? <laughs> nah, because you know why? Because uh, we was going to get the plane, but, uh, you know, since Obama talking about uh, us paying uh, for the, you know, for the uh, private uh, plane tax and shit for the jet, uh, we're going to leave that alone, you know, because they're going to try to overcharge us. So we're just going to bypass, bypass that and keep uh, flying on Southwest since they got so much love. You smell me? <laughs> nah, not that. I spent yeah, okay. that off. Hey, that's, a of, uh, that's a hell of a luxury tax right there. We're going to leave that alone. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. You, you definitely don't want to own that, but, but you want to take the West Coast, though. You know, you got the ill 70000 where, where you have to plane whenever you want all year, you know? Yeah, it costs you, but see, you know, you fly Southwest, it's going to cost you about $200. You take that jet, it's going to cost you about $3,000. Wow. It costs a lot, I bet. Yeah, Travel. I mean, how many? How deep are you when you guys travel? Is it usually just you and forty, or you guys take separate planes, or what? Yeah, you know, because you know me, I fly out of sack. Forty fly out of town. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, we we got the you know our, our same entourage that we didn't have for the for many moons. You smell me? Everybody that knows us know who we roll with. Right, right. So you guys go like you just all meet somewhere. Take take us through. Take us through. Everybody wants to know. I want to know. Take us through the the, the typical. We got a show. Let's go. Oh, got a show. I mean, it's not really nothing. It's elevated. We just, you know we so we so used to it. We just you know so everybody fly out of the respective airports, fly into the city, get picked up by the promoters. You know, and they already know what we want. They know what kind of hotel we at. They know what you know. We got you know our DJ go to sound check, do the number, make sure the sound is right. We chill out at the hotel, get maybe get some fiddles, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, do it, you know, the prerequisites. And, uh, you know, probably about 11, 30, 12 o'clock, usually we go on 1 o'clock, something like that, and to the venue, tear that bitch down, and, you know what I'm saying, immediately exit stage right back to the venue, you know, just in case anything unfolds. You know, we want to make sure we far away from that motherfucker and we just back to the telly and, you know, do it again and again and again. But if we just did some spectacular shit, uh, in Modesto, um, just a couple of days ago, I think it was like Thursday or Friday, they got two clubs out there. One is 18 and over, one is 21 and over. So we went uh, like about 11, 30, 12 o'clock, rocked the 18 and over. That was packed to the gills. It was yummy. It was off the back. And then uh, we went right across the street. And we did 35, 30 minutes. Then we went right after that across the street, just probably like two blocks away, and did a 21 and over. And that, that was packed, too. It rocked that motherfucker. So... You know, that was spectacular shit because both of them was just yammy and just, you know what I mean? And usually promoters be like, man, it's going to it's gonna hurt me because, you know, but it was the same promoter. You know, some promoters are real creative, man. And when you hear, when you see it on paper, you be like, man, I don't know, man. You might want, you know, you sure you don't want to just do one, one club? Nah, <laughs> man. I'd be like, man, y'all going to y'all gonna pack both of them. All right, it is what it is, brothers are, you know. You know, and but some some promoters, man, they think outside the box, and sometimes when you think outside the box, you win. So that that them promoters and the same promoter from from that night is the ones that had us out in Ontario. So it's some real good promoters out there. You just gotta know how to find them. Okay, good. That that's awesome, man. That's 
Man, so that's that's good for uh for all the youngsters that's coming up. So how how do you how do you find a promoter? Who's who's running it? Is Chaz running all that stuff for you guys? Uh, it's a couple of people, Chaz and uh, you know, our road manager RJ, you know what I'm saying? It's just you know, staying you know, when you wiggle in the traffic, man, you should always Try to keep the same number, man, because, you know, so many people, every time you talk to them, if I go on my phone, I might got three numbers for one person, and I don't know which number they texting or calling from, and it just it just messed it up. So if you can keep one consistent number over the years, you know, and keep that bill up, you know what I mean? Not, uh, you know, eventually people, you know, you'll meet people and you'll lock them in, and, and they hit you when they need you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been the same number since 1996. I think 1997, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so casters, they just normally know how to hit me. And, you know what I mean? And I pass it on throughout the conglomerate for whatever they need. Somebody hit me like, man, I need a 40 verse. Or, man, I need a show. Or, man, I need to walk through. Or, man, I need this. Or, man, I need them to sponsor this. Or, you know what I mean? As long as you, you got to keep all lines. Sometimes it's nerve-wracking having all your lines of communication. I don't know if Gary Archer knows this. Gary. Sometimes you just be like, well, is they be like, man, I called you, man. I'm like, why you didn't text me? Man, I, when I told you, man, why you didn't email me? Man, I emailed you, man. Why you didn't IM me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go, right. go through the checklist. And, you know, eventually you'll reach who you need to reach. But it's just so hectic. You feel me? So let me. what happens when when a fight happens in the club? How many times have you seen a fight while during your performance? Well, uh, it's always. If you really observe, like I'm an observant dude, like I'm always, like we did a show in Detroit a long ago. There was this dude, you know, he, he was just excited. He was right in the front, had his shirt off, had his dreads, you know what I'm saying? Couldn't nobody tell him nothing. And he just, he bumped this one dude, you know what I'm saying? And that dude, you know, was next to his partner and he looking at dude and dude, and they looking, dude is like dancing and got money in his hand and whatnot, just having a ball, feeling carefree. I'm looking at dude. He holding his right pocket like he got a thumper ready to take this dude down. His partner telling him in his reading his lips, he like, man, it's not worth it, man. Don't even trip, man. It's not even worth it. So I just grabbed me. I, I you know, we rocking. I just grabbed the uh, grab the young by his shoulder and just move him away from the situation. Just you know, sometimes people on you know as a performer, you gotta just you gotta put yourself in the situation to calm it down. You can't just just oh security is they fighting or just you know sometimes you gotta just you know, if I see a girl fighting a chick get into it, I might just grab the chick, you know what I'm saying, and by the hand and just, you know, try to get her to calm down because, you know, that alcohol is a motherfucker, and, you know what I'm saying, you don't want nobody to lose your money up, you feel me, when, it's, when people start getting their head busted or, if, you know, females get dressed up to come to your shit and they get maced and whatnot. I, I hate when security be macing all beautiful females walking around with their shoes off, eyes watering and shit, like, Makes the sucker shit. Like that's why you need to hire hire some barbarians, savages that are just grabbing nigga by his neck. You know what I'm saying? Just grab a nigga by his neck and just throw him out the front door, and then explain to him why he got kicked out, so he can understand and not go to the car and get a thumper and shoot you. You know what I mean? But that takes a lot of training and skill and patience and whatnot. You know, so there's some people out there that still know how to do that, and some don't. Well, so if you can get a good crew, get a good crew that know how to maintain, you good. Well, somebody who took it into his own hands, um, I, I guess it was recently, was David Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Did you guys hear about that? And then from his hands? Yeah. Well, what happened? This this is a this is the audio from it. Check it out. 
motherfuckers. Stop, stop. No, 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 no. You don't fucking fight at my show, you asshole. Who's that, who's that right there? Let me see him. Who's fighting right now? Who's fighting? Let me see him. It's that fucking guy in the striped shirt right there. Hey, motherfucker, look at you. Hey, look at me. Hey, in the striped shirt. Look at me right here, motherfucker. Look at me. Look at me. Get the fuck out of my show right now. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of my show. Get the fuck out of my show right now. You don't come to my show and fight. You come to my show and fucking dance, you asshole. Hell yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Bullshit. You people come here to have a good time. That guy can fuck off. Yeah, whatever. Fuck him. Shut up. That guy was an asshole. He's out of here. Wow, and then he goes right back into a song. What a classic move, guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, they don't do that enough at shows, you know. I feel like there's plenty of fights that break out, and, you know, the music just keeps on going. I mean, that's that's definitely the way to set the tone at your own show. Yeah, well, you don't want to stop. Sometimes you don't want to stop the music. Hey, great. Yeah, yeah. But there yeah, is a ahead, difference, Gary. though, like, like the Go, Gary. You, you in a windstorm, Gary? Yeah. I'm in all that. I'm on the Bay Bridge. The moon. Windows up, though. The Bay Bridge and the boat under the Bay Bridge. <laughs> Trying the Golden Gate. Under the Golden Gate under right now. Never late on the Golden Gate. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Gary? Go ahead. What were you going to say? What I was saying is, is, is that the crowd of people kind of makes a difference on the way you handle it. Like, he was able to handle it like that, and it might be a little harder for, for E-40 or Tomeezy uh, to shout out on stage to a crowd full of thugs saying that same thing. So, like, like you know what I mean? He still the situation, still out the best solution. But that was a great one for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, nine times out of ten, motherfuckers have paid forty, sixty dollars You know what I'm saying? And if you really just... If you really just like like how he did, like if you if you single some motherfuckers out and be like, man, what's happening? Everybody in here came here to if you came in here to have a motherfucking good time, make some noise and then, and they'll and they scream so motherfucking loud, they'll scream that person. Like the bitches ain't gonna want to get at you if you in there fighting and shit. You just feel me? They gonna be yeah. like, oh man, this nigga, he's a stud. Like you know what I mean? So you, I paid my money and, and you bought an outfit. You probably spent about a hundred something for an outfit. You know what I mean? You got your car washed and whatnot. Ain't nobody, you know, it's, it's, it's some nightclub terrorists and concert terrorists, you know, kind of that just, their whole prerequisite is just to go in there and tear shit up. But, you know, but you, but when, your, when your space start getting limited, like you don't be having a, a lot of stuff to do in your city, then you start turning against the little violators and be like, man, I got to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, that's, I think it's real. I mean, I think no matter... I remember I remember seeing uh, an MC Hammer concert in Oakland at the Henry J. Kaiser when they was going off right in the middle. You look up and MC Hammer's still dancing and yeah, Hammer like nothing's happening. Lights are on and everything. He's still dancing. 
No, I thought that was bullshit. He could have stopped and acknowledged it, and you know, you might not stop it right there. But but if you embarrass the shit out of somebody, then you gonna get some kind of reaction. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like uh, it's like when a comedian's doing his when a comedian's doing his thing, and you got somebody talking or whatever. Not you know, he can't deliver his joke. He's gonna have to stop. He's gonna have to you know see who the hackler is and call them out. That way he he takes the power back to himself, you know. I mean, you almost just have to uh, kill the distraction just so people see who the main person is, the main focus. We got we got somebody else on the phone. I don't know if this is Blanco or if this is John Q. Who's this? 510, what's up? Just John Q. John Q, what's going on, man? Hey, what's poppin', man? Man, it's about time you got on the show, man. I've been trying to get you on here forever. Man, I've been on the road here in the city and then on the road. All right, well, we're going to get back to you in a second. We got John Q on the line right now if you want to call him, 714-694-4150. We're going to go back to Shadow Hayes because he's going to teach our kids how to read. If your kids are having problems reading, um, then we got a Dr. Seuss book just for you. Check it out. Soul Kitchen Radio. I just don't understand why my son can't read. These days, it's getting harder and harder for teachers to reach some children. All he does is sit there and listen to rap music. So, in keeping with the times, Big Pimp Mac Daddy Books presents Dr. Seuss's Books from the Hood. One bitch, two bitch, dead bitch, blue bitch. All the classics translated into a more understandable composition. With titles such as The Cat in the Backwards Baseball Hat, Horton Here's a Hoe, and How the Bitch Stole Christmas. I ain't down with green eggs or the man. I ain't down with them, Sam I am. Dr. Seuss's Books from the Hood. Well, son, what do you want to read next? There's a 40 in my pocket or cop on pop. Call one Fox and Detox to order today. That's the number one Fox and Detox today. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 Get the cat and that ass don't ruin it. Take it down south and the boys start screwing it. 
Bucks in, never got nothing on my gators. Watergate missing, got nothing on you haters. You could go dumb, yeah, we could go dumber. Cali is the place where it rains in the summer. Miss me with the green man, yeah, we do it hummer. Hit you with the chopper and your boy had to slumber. Now you mad at me cause your girl got my number. Call Geico, I was all in her bumper. Slipping in your slide, nigga play it wide. Word on the street, make it fishing and you're lying. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. Put you where I hit you. Oh, gee, yeah, I'm that nigga. I I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I've got money in my block, slams on the table. When I improve bitches, you can read it on my label. Three and no rim, rockstar gym. I shine so bright, make the fake niggas scream. Don't wanna be y'all, rather be me. Old school players, OGE. Thinking about it, baby, I'm a ghost on the street. It's all to the bad when the niggas see me. The title of a player in the bona fide hustler. Stacks in my bank, I don't fuck with you, suck you. Get it how I get it, and I play by my own rules. Heavyweight champion, I do what I want. Want you. 745 times you the boy. all across the world, cut my lunch. If you owe me, then you might as well quit. Checkmate, nigga. You either pay or you sweet. I see it, nigga. I see it, nigga. I see it, nigga. I see it, nigga. I see brother just working hard working hard man i gotta uh first of all i want to say i appreciate your 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 grind man you've been on me about getting on the show and sending me your music and and i had to just i had to get you in bro you're you're grinding right now and you know thank you yeah, thank I'm you for, for staying on me like that man i do my best i i just do what i do man so tell us about John Q. Who is who is John Q? What does he do? Well, you know, basically, uh, for those that's the 30-plus, back in the day, 93 to 96, my stage name was GQ. I put out an album called Sucker Free City. Um, then I dropped it in 96. I put out Catch Me in a Wind. And then um, I kind of sat back for a while, and then I dropped out a compilation in 2000 uh, with uh, Spice One, RBL, JT, all the Barry artists that was like hot at that time. Um, <clears throat> and then I just took a hiatus for a minute and kept producing. I was producing for a lot of um, major artists under the table as a ghost producer. And then I decided, you know, in 2006, um, Juice and I had connected and I said I'd do an album with Juice and drop that album. And, and the process of dropping that album and getting on the road and enjoying what the role was like again made me just say, you know what? go and lock myself back in and go full time. So I went into my art guide, looked at everything I've ever done and what I had released and what I haven't released and realized I got like 30 albums that's never been released. So what I'm doing right now is doing, um, 
grabbing the thing that I call the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is everything I've done from the 90s all the way to 2000. And I'm going to be dropping that between now and the beginning of the year. Every album I've never done before dropping my new record. In the midst of that, it has got me a deal on the table, which was a decent deal, and I like it. And I've been keeping it low-key for a while, but now it's, uh, it's time for me to start using it to my advantage. That's about hey, it, man. Good. So what kind of deal did you get? Uh, you said you're keeping yep. it low-key right now? Yeah, it's been real low-key. Um, I got a little deal on the table with Wea, which was, uh, you know, it was it closed the deal about uh, two months ago. And um, I got a little, little leverage to do what I want to do. Um, so I just kind of, like, hold tight on it, you know. Um, everything it's is just good, you know. Just, is it uh, just a distribution deal or is it a, a whole record deal? <laughs> it's kind of, uh, I got a bunch of options with it, man. I could take it any route I want to take it right now. They gave me a lot of leverage due to my catalog I have and uh, some of the things I've been doing. Um, I do it's just a good deal, man. It's something that I wasn't expected, and it fell in my lap. And um, I'm gonna start using it next year. But right now, I'm just kind of just, you know, enjoying the fact of what they get me to do and the projects they put me on to work on and everything. Like there's a worldwide project that's coming out in August with um, P.D. Pablo, Vanessa Williams, Sounds of Blackness, um, a lot of rock bands and stuff. There's a world-rounded compilation, and uh, they expected to top the first 100 on Billboard. So, you know, and they they took two of my songs that they liked, the one that um, from the bottom to the top with, with me and Juice, and they uh, they liked it that and uh, grabbed that, and, and they liked the, the, the little club banger I got, um, Go Low, and mm-hmm. they slapped that on there, too. So, you know, it's... I can see it's, them. It's you know what program. I can see them with the Go Low? I can see them... Yeah. Kind of remix and throwing little John on that. Uh, that's what they're working on right now. Um, no, that, that was a little John on it, but they're doing yeah. a remix right now. Yeah, when when I heard that and I was like, oh man, he's he doing the little John thing, you know? That's it was cool how he did it, but I, I could think of oh man, little John yelling at the end of the song, and we're gonna listen to oh, that. Yeah. You know, at John Q Music, that's his Twitter. He's on the line right now. Seven one four six nine forty one fifty. Omiz, he's on the line. He's he's on tour right now with. Uh, well, 40, they're doing the whole, they're doing their tour right now. Um, oh, yeah. So, so uh, I'm trying to catch up to that guy, man. What's that, what, E40? e Oh, Measy, oh, Measy, John Q's on the line. What's up, man? Hey, what's, what's up, up, man? Oh, man, man we, met, uh, we met a few years ago with uh, Kevin from, they uh, do the landscaping, man, when we had Raspy up there. And uh, I never did get a chance to get your contact. Oh, it's good, man. Uh, just like, like, yeah. Uh, get my number yeah. from uh, I, come on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock it in. You said you got 30 miles. Hit him on uh, Twitter. Huh? The best way to do it is hit him on Twitter at Big Omizi. Go ahead, Omizi. I'm not gonna step on you no more. Go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just saying he got 30 albums. I'm like, damn, that's that's like, what is that, like 150 tracks? 360. Damn. <laughs> Golly. <man. laughs> yeah, I've been doing so much stuff. You know how you know, we get you, you know like you get in the studio. Like, people, like compilation songs or like a lot of the people or are you to the face? Nah. Man, most of them is me to the face. Might have one or two features. Um, 
I, I just got hella stuff that I did. You know, when you got your own studio, you do a lot of stuff, and then you'll chill out, and then you'll come back in and go crazy, then chill out, you know, and that's what happened. I just, man, over it's been over 10 years, you know, material just sitting up. I mean, all that 90 mob stuff we was doing, I got all that. Yeah. I got right. that whole 90 any, sound Nah, you know what? Um, my partner Kel that died. Um, I was supposed to mix all Kugna's old stuff in the ADATs, and the day before he passed, he was supposed to bring them ADATs over to me. And man, I was so hurt when that happened, with him passing and not getting the ADATs, because Kugna had like four albums that had never been released, and I was supposed to mix them. I got so, a great those... Kugna story for you, man. It's <laughs> I was in Sacramento doing radio in Sacramento, and, and I had a party, and I had Kugna featured at my party i had him performing and on the flyer i gave the wrong address so he was hella mad at me because nobody showed up everybody's going to this other address oh that's, that's something i never forget because i me and kugna were pretty tight we were pretty tight man it was you know it was, it was cool but but that was, that's funny because he was sitting there going like are you serious 20 people at this damn party and i was like yeah. <laughs> that's my kugna story yeah, uh, me and him was really close. Um, me and Kuna was really close. I uh, ran with him back when Max Ray and uh, the Rapper Room was doing the things in Richmond at the, I think it was Richmond Civic Center or Convention Center. So, you know, that's like early 93, 94, 95. And then, like, when we was giving shows at the Palladium and all that stuff down there. The Palladium, the holy shit. The Palladium. Yeah, so, wow, so. you go back, you go way back, man. That's That's cool. That's cool. Let's yeah, get into yeah. this. Get, let's get into this. Go low. This uh, this John Q. Go low. We uh, so one question real quick. I'm gonna ask you when we come yeah. back. So so get ready okay. for it. This is Go Low. It's John Q. It's right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. We're gonna be right back. If you want to call seven one four six nine four forty one fifty, I'll tell you one guy who's hoping the NFL comes back. It's this guy right here. What up, man? This is Donovan Warren with the Pittsburgh Steelers kicking on the Soul Kitchen Radio. On the Soul Kitchen Radio. So- Ain't no 
bang, turn around. That's what Mac is all about. Now grab him and let me know. Show them hoes how you can go. No thumbs, no G-strings, no panties. Yo. Let me see you drop it low. Let me see how low you go. Big ass, small weight, nice tits. All right. Yo. Tremendous budget for me, which is great. That's what I, I care. 
care about. They got a radio budget, marketing budget, media budget. They have a real nice budget. And um, the only downside of it is is that um, it's only for two years. And well, it's not a downside. I just say it's only for two years, and I got a choice to um, – not a choice, but I, the, the downside is that I have to let them have first dibs if somebody else decides to make me a bigger offer. You know, they, oh. they get the counter back first. They get counter back first. That's it. Beta dats, which you had the betas, and then it went to the ADATs, 
Well, the A dash right. had a little bit of a, a little bit of a twist to it that I like. So sometimes I run them from the two inch straight to the A dash, from the A dash then back into the computer, which I just liked it. That little twitch, it has a little like a little twist to it that that gives it a different um, sound to this acoustics. And um, right. and then I put it into the computer. So sometimes I do it that way, but a lot of times I have had all that stuff so long that I have them on data. Let's put them on data to find out, you know, not that, but um. I already some of them I start putting in the computer prior to that, and then I run them back to two inch, and then put them back into the computer just to get a different a different flavor to them. But um, still got a two inch two inch reel Atari, um, not Atari a Studer, and uh, man, shit, I just got rid of a SSL board about almost four years ago. So, you know, I'm almost fully digital completely. So, all right, well we got Blanco on the line. Blanco, we're gonna bring you into this conversation, man. Um, how long you been? Right. How long you been doing music? You know, you got two inches at your house too. Do I got what? Uh, the two inch reel, the A dash, and all that stuff at your house. Uh, no, no, I'm not from that era. I'm, I'm newbie. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> newbie stuff. No, but you know what? My my very first album that I, that I never released was, was uh, recorded on A dash. But okay. That's about, that's about it. No, I'm, I'm I'm basically all digital too, but I do mix to an SSL now. Okay, good, good. All right, well, John Q, man, thanks for coming on the show, man. We uh, Anytime, bro, just hit me up. Send me some new uh, music. Send me anytime you got something going on, just let us know. We'll, we'll, uh, we could be your we could be your outlet to get to the world. I uh, appreciate it, man. And uh, definitely got to make sure Jeff, uh, you guys got to look into Jeff by the pound. He's doing a DVD for the Bay Area called um, By the Pound Media of all the um, Bay Areas that, Bay Area artists that never came out or never was exposed. So you guys look for that too. Oh man, well, thank hey, you for having you were, me. Man. Hey, you were perfect for for our hip hop classic today. We played beepers. I'm sure it makes a lot, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we were checking out all that old school soul beat stuff. Me and my wife the other day, and and that inspired me to play beepers because of the beeper man on his old commercial. <laughs> Wow, man. Well, thank you for having me, man. I'm easy. I'm going to get at you, big dog. Give me a real talk. All right, John. right now online. Okay, All thank right. y'all, man, for having me. All right, peace. Blanco, you're on the line with Soul Get the Radio. We're going to go right into you. Um, All let's, right. Let's, let's talk about, man, I, I, I like your music, dog. I'm I'm really digging what you've got going on. you got that old school, that, that hip-hop vibe to your music. Yep. Yep, you know, definitely. Well, I mean, I definitely take my lyrics serious, so like, you know, I'm, I'm passionate and I want them to sound, you know, I want them to sound right and I want them to sound good. So that mostly falls under the hip category category of being lyrical, but I but I have a, a different twist too. It's not all like pure hip hop, you know. Right, right, yeah. So explain explain your style then. I mean, my my style it's a unique one because, like, I, from from the outside perspective, it might just be a, a typical. Uh, sound to it, but, but I'm really talking about personal experiences. Everything I'm talking about is generally what I'm going through, and I and I, and I usually I don't, I'm not always direct, but a lot a lot of it has to do with my past, the trouble that I'm in, and my experiences. So what I really feel like I'm good at is telling the truth and really articulating that that people can understand that I'm, I'm speaking from experiences. Okay, hold on, Mike. You got you got to leave, Mike. What are you doing? I'm going to go get a burrito. <laughs> I'm going to right now. It ain't lunchtime yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but God, it's calling my name. 
Come over here. I got some chorizo for you, man. All right. All right. Well, I'll stick around. I'll stick around. Oh, man, I want to hear it. <laughs> Yo. Okay, so you got any questions for Blanco, man? Blanco, explain. Continue explain. I'm sorry I cut you off like that, guy. Oh, it's all good. Don't even trip. Um, shit, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what we were. What the question was. Uh, That's all right. We're gonna get into the joint right now. We're gonna let everybody hear your music real quick. We're gonna get into the joint, and I'm trying to find the rest of the stuff that I got. I can't. I'm looking for it. I'm gonna find it while we're in this song. Um, okay. And then we'll talk about talk about the joint real quick. Tell us what you how, how what inspired you to make this song. You know, I, I was listening to that record that that's produced by Cook and Soul. And it, it was just like a, it was just kind of like a feel good song, and I didn't, I didn't really have a chorus for the song, so I just said, I'm just gonna call this song the joint, and basically, you know, basically it's just a conversation over a joint, you know, it's just, just me kicking back and, you know, talking about stuff, and that's really and, all it came down to. And this is true hip hop right here. You guys are gonna love this one. The Soul Kitchen Radio. We're gonna be right back with more Blanco. Check it out. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 Oh, that- 
Kitchen Radio. That beat is dope. I'm, I'm feeling that yep. one, man. Yep. That's the one. That song is dope. Yeah. Yep. The song. Blanco, so so that song is just like, that shit, that shit is hitting hard. Who did the production on that? That's my good uh, cooking from uh, Spain. No, from Spain? Most of my... That's what we've been doing most of my production, basically, recently, is these guys I hooked up with. They're from Spain. They're these big producers out there. And uh, they kind of been, since I worked with them, has really been allowing me to put out the, the, the sound I wanted to put out. Right, right. So you don't even, you haven't even met these guys? You guys just going back and forth from email? I, I, yep, I've never had a face-to-face with these guys. Wow. So I met I met these guys because they did a, uh, they did a, uh, a mixtape with the uh, old uh, Biggie and Pac verses, and they, they, they uh, all the remakes were over uh, soundtracks from old school horror movies. So I just downloaded that, and I was amazed by it. So then I just hit them up, and you know, the rest is history. I've been working with so, them so, so explain to somebody, somebody out there that 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 wants to get into music, how do you go about coming up with like a, a contract with somebody that's overseas? That's gonna make a song for you. Like, have you guys are you guys in contract for those for those songs? All the stuff they've I mean, done. You know, somewhat, but to tell you the truth, I'm, you know, my, my label is Gorilla Entertainment and Gorilla like GUE. So, contracts and all those things. Most of everything I do is is a handshake based type of thing. Okay. Uh, even though I haven't shook their hands, but but everything's over emails. But we don't really do contracts. You know, uh, you know. Uh, I have it so that you know, you know, they do the production and I do and, and I do the rest and 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 since I basically own all the material and I I, I even own the beats, so I I cash out for all my beats. I own every single beat that I work with. Okay, good. So I, usually, I usually don't even do. Right then. So, so that way, so I just keep it simple, do it like that, and then that works the best for me. So are you basically just doing uh doing mixtapes right now, or are you actually got an album coming out? No, I got I got albums coming out. Then my next big project. So, well, here here go the two projects that I've already released. My, my most recent, one, or here go a few projects where, where I did Jonestown, which is me, uh, the Jack and Messy Mar, and that came out a year ago or so, and, and that did pretty good. Then I followed up after that. I released uh, Blanco Portrait of a Serial Killer, which has that song The Joint on it, and I, I released that for free download, and that's everywhere. You can find that everywhere online, and that was kind of like uh, that was. So that wasn't really a mixtape though, but it was like a street album, and that led into Blanco American Psycho, which was my most recent solo album. So those are the three albums I just dropped. Now what I'm about to come out with is uh, my next big album is this, is this album with me and Nipsey Hussle, and it's called Raw, like the Rolling Papers. Oh, okay. And that, that, that's the next big one. It's about uh, 13 tracks, you know, all, all exclusive, never heard, and I got you know that one's going to be a monster. Wow. Mike, Mike, you got questions for Blanco? Yep. Oh, you got some waiting for Blanco. I'd yeah, like I was wondering, like, when you wake up in the morning, do you to, do you try to write, uh, or when does your like writing, uh, like kick in? Like, when when do you get inspired to write the most uh, in the day, or maybe it's at night? And then, well, I mean, what I what I write the best is in my car, because I, I like that. I like how my car sounds. It's just got like it sounds like a, a dope booth to me. So I, I like to write in my car. It's the best area for me to write. And I, since I'm always on the road, I'm always driving city to city. That's where I, I, I stay with different instrumentals in my deck. That's all I really listen to. Everywhere I go is instrumental or, or or beat that I'm working on. So that's that's really what inspires me. So I wake up every morning, I 
work out, go roll something up, and I hop in my car and I listen to instrumentals. And, you know, bust a couple moves and I'm in the studio for the rest of the night. Man, that, that's that, that's true hip hop. I mean, that's that's it. Are you you like you like get, joining cyphers and stuff? Have you, have you been in uh, in battles? Are you a battle MC? No, I'm not really a battle MC. I, I think I could do it if I wanted to. You know, Tr- truthfully, I'm just I'm 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 either on the road or I'm in my lab. That's that's really where I'm at. You know, I'm really not even. I'm either you know on the streets or I'm just I'm really living the lab. If I'm not on the streets, I'm barely ever at home. I'm you know. You know, I'm, I'm always working with new people, so but I'm but I'm not really doing the the, the battling thing. Even though I would like to, I, I love watching those battles. I think I, think I could really really make myself, you know, part right. of that. But I haven't really I haven't really gotten into it. But but my style kind of is like those hip hop battle rap styles, like you know. It is. I mean, it's, lines, it's, it's like punchlines and, and wittiness and all that type of like like that's what's in right now. So I could do it. I mean, I I like the style because the style is like total hip hop. And I mean, you got that jump up, make your make your head nod up and down, uh, hip hop style. Yep, and that yep. that shit is dope. I was really yep, feeling yep. that song. Um, what about the yep, song yep. I know? That that's yours, right? Yep, that's yep. mine. That's one of my yeah. favorite songs, right there. I've had that one for for a while, and I played it like a couple times on the show. Um, talk about this song because this is a radio edit I got. So, are you going? Are you pushing for radio? Have you talked to to Big Vaughn and uh and 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 got into the I've done some radio songs before, and, and and recently what my new thing is is I'm just gonna keep making music, and I think that's gonna get me on the radio faster than trying to make radio songs. Right. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a good way of and, looking. And at this, it. this kind of this kind of prime example because the song I know, and and I also want to add that uh, the joint I know and the and the song Feel It I did a, a short movie video. All all so it's like it's like those three songs. Combine into a little short video. And with that song, I know. Basically, what I like about that song is I wrote that about, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I didn't even have an engineer or anyone to record me at the studio. I was in there by myself. So I was having to run back into the booth, booth, the computer. So uh, I just liked that song because it was all me. No one else was there. And I did it about 3 o'clock in the morning. It was just, you know, it was a monster. Well, we're going to check it out right now. This is I Know. This is called. This is from Who Is Blanco at Who Is Blanco on Twitter. Follow him right now at Who Is Blanco. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. You want to call in seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We're still on the line. Hold on tight. We got Blanco on the phone. Check it out. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Hey yo, hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Big Omezi, TGC, the great communicator. Sick with the lieutenant, sick with the deputy, the whole thing, man. And you tune in to Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Sky Pager. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Sounds like... Ain't know me anyway, fuck with my next 
You know, even if the truth hurts sometimes, it's why not, you know? Because you, yep, if you're going to be not telling the truth, you'll be lying to yourself. You don't want to do that. Yep. You know, I think you gotta, I'm not lying. I'm, I'm much better at telling the truth. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, it is it is the only way to be at the end of the day, you know, when you uh, take a shower. Uh, I don't even know if it makes sense right now. I think I smoked a little bit too much myself this morning. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not being faithful to yourself, you know, then uh, it's not the way to be. Yep, definitely. Shout out to Russia, man. Shout out to I'm, <laughs> I, got yeah. I, I got some Russian blood in me. Matter of fact. Hell yeah. Did you swim here on a boat made out of potatoes too? <laughs> not me. Oh man, oh man! But you know, you—I just one advice that I have for you is just keep on doing your thing, baby. And uh, yep. if the groupies keep throwing themselves at you, uh, you know, don't give yourself away completely. You don't want to give away your whole mojo. Yeah, I'm gonna save it. I'm yeah, about. just just a little. Give them a couple apples, but don't give them the whole tree. <laughs> Got it. Got All right. It. That, that's your and that's deal. Your, uh, the knowledge from the Russian guy, Barishnikov. Thank you for calling in, Barishnikov. <laughs> no problem. All right. Yo, Omizi, you got any? So, Blanco, Omizi, you got some uh, words of advice for a young Blanco? Blanco, you must, you're young in the game, right? Yeah, fairly. Yeah. How long have you mean, been? I've been doing it for probably, I mean, I, I've probably been doing it for five years, but only in the last few years have I been getting the attention. Right, right. Omizi, we got we got the master the master here on the phone. Omizi, give give the, give the guy some uh, some of your your pointers, man. Oh man, shit! I mean, he pretty much got what's up, player. How you doing, man? Big Omizi, man. Uh, I mean, he, he got the he got the you know already the guidelines to the shit. Um, on my album, I, I um reached out to a couple of uh, producers like a producer up out of Bosnia. You know what I'm saying? I had a, I had a producer from Australia. You know what I'm saying? I had a producer from you know what I'm saying like like these off brand ass names, but you know what? They be they be in uh like especially in Bosnia, they be in like a time warp to where it's still the '80s to them hip hop wise. You know what I'm saying? So just like yeah, you gotta tap them sources, you gotta tap them them gold mines, them sources, and maintain like these people like when they when they when they text you like when they talking to you on emails and shit. If you if you're not a communicator, you'd be like, what the fuck did he just say? Or, but you you know what I'm saying. But if you know how to communicate and know that their language is is is, is broken compared to ours, when yep. they try to when they try to say when they try to speak to you in English, but it's like once you get past that, and the common denominator is the music, and when you hear they beat, you'd be like, damn, I'm at that. Like the song I did with with uh, Bueno and Jay Gibb, uh, reinvent yourself. You know this dude from Montenegro. He got my shit playing on the, on the in the newspaper in Montenegro and shit. Got the shit all over everywhere because he's a DJ out there. You know what I'm saying? So you call yourself you want to be an international type dude. It's like you you know what I'm saying? Look, he are, he got people overseas like that. You know he you ahead of the curve as opposed to somebody that's just trying to get his block to listen yeah, to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you and your homeboy, that's cool. But, nigga, somebody listening to my shit in, in Montenegro and Australia and shit, that give me the ability one day to, you know, hop a plane and go out there and rock a show. And that's monumental and that's big for you as a hip-hop artist. And those are the accolades 
that you should, uh, uh, you know, attempt to attain and achieve. But there's some there's some uh, holy grails out there like LL Cool J having 50 albums and 40 having 50,000 albums and Too Short like having 50,000 albums. Like these are all accolades that I don't know how the young gen- the new generation. You know, Lil Wayne. You know, what I'm saying he catching up to be. I don't know what he got like two or three or four. Like these, the, the accol- some of these accolades are unattainable. Some of them are attainable, like getting a gold album, platinum plaque, or something. But you got to really work hard. You got to stay networking, and eventually it'll all come back to you tenfold if you don't quit. That's what's up. Yep. I can dig it, man. I can dig it, bro. I appreciate that, man. That's what I'm going to keep doing. And just don't give a fuck about what nobody got to say negative. If they say, if anybody, I mean, fuck them and feed them cold sardines, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how people is moving, period, nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you got to say about me. It's, it's people. Analyze your own personal self is what I tell people. Don't analyze me. You can't science me up. I'm, I'm on another page. Come back when you feel like you want to be a part of what I'm doing, but right now I need no negativity, no negativity. I'm on my own path, and I'm on my own way. I might be in my own way, but I'm on my own way. And I'm, if you ain't fucking with me, then just don't fuck with me. And just if you are, then ride with me. Other than that, but when I blow, don't come back asking for favors and shit. Don't ask me for shit. Let's just have that be established. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know when you never know when it's gonna happen. It's or it, it may be ordained already. It may be ordained three years from now, but you got to do certain shit to make it happen to reach that three years. And then when it cracked, then you got to see it for what it is and then accept it. If you might, but you might miss it, and it might be able, it might be six more years. But you got to be able to recognize it when it comes. You smell me, and don't quit. That's the main objective. Yeah, feel it, bro. Feel it. I, I, that's that's the direction I've been trying to lean towards. Like. That's what I was saying. My earlier albums, I don't even talk on them that much because I thought I was reaching too hard, caring what other people thought, or trying to, you know, do this type of music or that type of music. And now I just, I just go do whatever the hell I feel like. So that's just been, and that, and, and that got me more attention. Like those, no, no, solo no, songs. no one understand this. There are billions of people on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Most people can reach thirteen thousand. That's cool. Fifty thousand, a million. You know exactly how many people you reach it, but. There's a fan base and there's a group of people for every genre of this music shit. You know what I'm saying? You just got to connect to the ones that you, that's, that you relate to and they relate to you and accept them. The ones that hate is the ones that's on, on that's either far to the left or far to the right. You smell me? Yep. Exactly. You know what? You know what I like about you, Blanco, is is you're you're a white dude, but you're not on here talking about like, oh yeah, da blah la 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 la. You know you know what I'm talking about? You just you just yep, a dude, right? And, and you know exactly what I'm talking about because a lot of white dudes out there that are rappers and they 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 think they're just so so ghetto and, and want to overdo it and shit. Well, they're they're trying to emulate other people. That's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to they're trying to look like someone else and they, and they don't realize that what what talent is is being yourself. So and sometimes some of those dudes get far off that that look, but like it won't really take you that far. No, I feel it. I mean, you you don't those kind of dudes don't get respect on a show like this, you know, because I I respect a white dude that he he's got flow, he got beat, he got he got flavor, and but he he's still himself, right? And, yep. and I call the other dudes the Jerry Springer white dudes. Cause that's what you see on Jerry Springer all the time, and <laughs> I ain't with those guys, man. That's you no. Know. But I, I respect yep. you, man. I like your flow. 
I mean, you're from Berkeley. You got it going on. Um, uh, man, I, I can see you doing something with like Locksmith or something, man. That shit is that shit would be dope. Like a yep. like a school, you and Locksmith. Yep, he's, a, he, he, he's dope. I would love to do a record with him. Yeah, I mean, you right there. You got balance out there with you. You got you got all kinds of people. So, so man, I wish you luck in your in your in your future, man. I think you got a you got a, a big business. Get out there and network. That's all you gotta do. Network. Don't burn no bridges and just network. Keep networking. I mean, you got Keep Big network. Old Measy right here. You know, Big Old Measy is 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 here. You got him. Hit him on Twitter. Follow him. Shoot him your number or okay. something on DM, and uh, you know, maybe you could get on a feature with Forty or Old Measy or whatever. You know, it, it's always yep. something. We try to hook it all up right here on Soul Kitchen Radio, and I'm the I'm the captain, to, and I always throw Old Measy's name in there because I want him to do records with everybody who comes on the show. <laughs> in fact, some person, one person he did a record with that's coming on the show next week, and I don't know if you know about this yet, Omizi, but we got Jimmy Rain coming on next week. Uh oh, yeah. She's gonna be on the show next week, and she's gonna be she's gonna send me some of her new music, and and she was gonna try to surprise you, I think, unless you already know about it. But that's another Alita Turner hookup right there. So Blanco, once again, man, send me all your new stuff when you get it. Um, anything you want to give away, send it to me. I'll, I'll shout out to all, all the all my tweeters and and everybody on the website. And man, and we yep. got you, bro. All right, I'm gonna send you a bunch of stuff. It's good. Yeah, send it to me, man. Right. Send it to me or, or get it through Gary or whatever. You know. Okay. I got you. All right. Cool. So we're gonna get into this. Uh, we're gonna get into this big old Meezy. I have to play this song. I'm a fool. I love this song. This is definitely going to be one of the new, one of the new uh, hits for the summertime or going into school time. Oh, Maisie, I got it for you right here, man. Right on Soul Kitchen Radio. Up that. Bump it. What up, y'all? It's your boy Big O Maisie, TGC, the Great Communicator, and you're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Big O Maisie. C-L-I-C-K, I'm a fool, uh, sick with it records, know about it, OLH Entertainment, what? I'm a motherfucking fool, but I really make sense, though. Say some heavy shit that'll really make you trip, though. Life is just a gamble, but I handle it with all a flip. Quick to pull your car, put my foot up in your derriere. Size 13, 6, do straight beefing. Catch me as I have the blue sunset chiefing. All about my dollar, so holla if we can meet it. Keep it all official, my issue is what I eat with. AJ whip it up, I need a sample, let it shake a teeth. Ooh, 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 hit him with it, my melody. Dirty up my cleats, gain attraction in my fashion deep. If you think you Billy McMillie, it hit your widow speech. Uh, uh, yeah, I come through. Smash it, learn to be a savage for the cabbage, manage, barely leave enough, I got the habit, damn it, see a chance of winning, I'ma nab it, grab it. Shoes, 24s, 22s, better nigga lose, give a nigga blues, stomach gon' hurt 
when I serve the news. Yeah. All gas, no break, riding in a six take. And what the trick make, that's what the bitch take. And what the bitch take, that's what the pimp make. And I'ma break, cause that's what the bitch hate. I'm in another state of mind when the sun shines. Like a navigate mine to the finish line. Like the serenade mine with a little wine. Then I let her hit the trees, lemon line. I'm on a mission for the money, y'all. Wouldn't hesitate to put it in none of y'all. I'm a ball like the Eagles do. I'm a fool and my people fool with it too. Somebody that just got shot today in 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 San Francisco. He got shot yesterday, I guess it was. And JT the bigger figure just tweeted it, so I told him to call in. He's got like a minute to call in. Hope he gets a tweet and calls in right now. Um, did you hear about what happened? No, I didn't hear. Oh, well, I see. I did see the tweet though. Uh, it said something about the police shot him though. Shot him for uh for uh something real small. You know what well, what they said on the what they said on the news was uh, on the news they said the dude uh, did not did not pay for his for his tra- transfer or whatever on Bart and and as they try to taste as they try to, to to talk to him he was started shooting at him and so they shot him dead right there in the right there in the parking lot and they couldn't find the gun until they put out. They put out something, and then they found a gun later. So they're having a big thing. And then they then come to find out that this dude was wanted in in Washington for murder already. Wow. So it's like it's like I don't know. I mean, he almost had it coming to him. I don't I don't know. I can't really speak on. It. I don't know the thing. But if I was out as an outsider looking in, if you're already wanted for a murder. And you're carrying around a strap, and you're going to shoot at the police. Then, if they shoot you dead, then hey, you asked for it. Yeah. 
Make sure you got part all, there. <laughs> I had to get all the details on that one before I just give it up like that, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, I just that, that was what I seen on the news. If that was if that's how it was, we'll find out. We're gonna have JT on. J, I'm gonna try to get JT on the show next week to talk about it because it's too late for him to call in now. The show just ended. But, you know what? You know. You know what? One of the, uh, one one of the uh, one of the things that cops get away with that I don't agree with is uh, any time a police officer, if he's outside of his his squad car and he walking towards you, you know, say you skirt off, right? They 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 could take that like you trying to run them down and then just blast you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. I don't, you know, a lot of people been getting down like that because you know they, you know they feel like you trying to run them down. Like what you gonna do? You gonna run down the police? You got guns and shit. You know what I mean? Like in most cases, you might just be trying to skeet off. You know what I mean? Do just boo 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 boo. They gotta change that because they be letting a lot of cops get away. So anytime I be seeing any kind of stuff like, I be like, I gotta analyze everything. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. You feel me? On measurely. And then they and then they shoot like seven, eight, nine, ten times. They shot this dude seven times yeah. in the back. Yeah, they're letting the whole clip go. You feel me? Like a lot of these, you know, a lot of these uh these new new popo they ain't tested, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they out there in them streets in them dark streets and that shit ain't like on T V. You smell me, these you know, young cats out here, you know, these cats out here they shoot back, you feel me? So right. if they even feel like you reaching for something, they finna let you have it instantly. Yeah. You know? Because they, you know, they trying to get back to the, you know, the fear factor, you know, it exists. Period. In all officers, you know, what I'm saying, you know, everybody ain't uh, tangoing cash, and you know, what I'm saying, they ain't just, they ain't just killing 18 people a night and just high fiving each other. You know, what I'm saying, one, one instant, one instant, you know, what I'm saying, like the Mesley, you know, what I'm saying, Oscar Grant thing can change your whole, whole life. You know, what I'm saying, so I wouldn't want to be no cop. You know, forget that. You know, what I'm saying, because they really just shooting back. So. You know, I don't know. I got to look at it from all angles, though, each case. So what do you think about uh, – yeah, I, I really think that's that's messed up. Right? I I don't agree with that kind of shit at all, man. That's Each, each case is different. I mean, but the dude, Anthony Dixon, what that was his name, Anthony Dixon. Remember the guy that shot, like, three cops, and then they found him? And then he shot another one, yeah. and they was going in to get him. Um, that yep. dude <laughs> – that dude, I mean, some of these people just don't belong out of jail. They do not belong out of jail. They shouldn't have got out. I mean, they're just they're crazy. I watch lock lock up all the time, and I see some of these some of these dudes are just off the hook, man. And you know, it's just it's just like they're meant to be. I guess it's meant to be for them just to get shot by the cops because they're gonna go out like Scarface. Yeah, they just product they just products of their the environment. You smell me? That's what yeah. they taught to go out in the blaze of glory. Yeah, and there's not really much that 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 they're it's not really their parents' fault. It's kinda like it's society. Society they they were raised like that and and you know, then that you get into you get into oh man, I ain't I ain't a punk and, and all that stuff and it's it's all bad. Yeah, that's real. But I you know I grew up in that I grew up in that element, you know what I'm saying? I said some shit I said some shit on a song one time and said it said it said my <laughs> My hustle, my hustle came from living among the best of the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of my relatives was, like, professional boosters and, you know what I'm saying, and professional this. And, you know what I'm saying? You know, growing right, up in right. East Oakland, like, everybody, everybody, like, 
day one, boom, teach you how to hustle. Get out there and hit them streets. Go pump some gas. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and figure out how you gonna. You know what I mean? Every gimmick. We used to take five pennies and put them in the uh in the newspaper machine. Five pennies weighed whatever it cost to get a newspaper. Open that hole up. Take all the newspapers and slang them. You know what I'm saying? Back in the days at the airport, you could take you could take the cards back. Boom. Throw it in there, and you get a quarterback. Like all, and at the if you, at, at the grocery store, you know what I'm saying. Take a card back, you get a quarter. Like all these are hustles for survival. You know, there's people out there that's really trying to survive and eat. You know, and, and knowing that I come from that situation and I'm in a better situation, I still I still know what it live what it feel like to live with rats and roaches and you know what I'm saying and sleep with your cousins and the bed is sandy. You know, like you know what I'm saying. I remember all that shit like it like it just happened. And I, that's why I worked so hard, so I'll never have to go back to that. But I had an option. I had options, and I made the right choices. A lot of people don't have no options. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like boys and girls clubs and all that that they're trying to shut down. Like it's all the options is is being is being rectified oh, by these budgets and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, unless unless people go out into the community. And do like the brothers, you know, used to, and the nation used to do, and just go out there, and, you know what I mean, and resurrect the dead. Real talk, it ain't gonna never stop. You feel me? It's gonna get worse. Yeah, I feel that, man. I mean, I I look at it every day when I look at my kids, and I go, man, these kids don't even know what struggling is. You know, they there's something they don't want to eat, they just don't eat it. And uh, <laughs> I realistically, I realistically, me personally, realistically, grew up. On every government government uh, shit project you can you can imagine government fees, motherfucking you know what I'm saying. So you, you had the, you had the uh, welfare, like all that shit, holes in the shoes, like pissy smell, like all that shit I went through. You know what I'm saying? It was never roses for me, you know what I'm saying? Just like how Pac say, I come from nothing to gutter, and I'm still here. But you gotta, but if you ain't taught, like if you don't have no nobody to teach you, it's over for you. No guidance, it's over for you. No, it's a trip because I'm I'm from exactly the same. And I I sat on a piece of paper the other day and I drew the the apartment I lived in for my kids, and they they're like, well, that's all. You just have one room, two rooms. Where'd you do this? Where'd you do that? And I was like, man, you know, that's just. You know, you you just learn to adapt when you're in that kind of situation. And real talk. And 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 now these kids, they don't even they don't even understand because they don't know that that they have a good. They they think they they get upset when you don't buy them a damn sixty dollar game or something. And you feel guilty, and you feel guilty not getting it because you because you didn't have it. You feel me? Right, right, yeah. I mean, I want them to have more than I ever had. It. Form, you then just go then you 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 know what I'm saying you're not you're not breaking the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I wanted a green machine. Everybody wanted a green machine. I couldn't get a green machine. My we buddy had a green machine. My buddy <laughs> had a green machine and we was going all over the place with his green machine. I love that. That's what I'm saying. Power sliding doing three sixties and shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, that that was it. I love that green machine with the with the two you had the two, you going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah. <laughs> just, even if you just had a big wheel and you just went the, you know, went as fast as you can and hit that brake and Yeah, or you just stopped and stopped pedaling. Hold up. See, we got to, you know, we got to make sure our, our, our children never, that's why we, that's why we go through so much. That's why we hustle so hard because, you know what I'm saying, we don't never want to go back to that situation. 
You ain't but a couple of patients away from being right back. You feel me? Man, what do you think about this real quick before we get off? Let's talk about uh this government lockout, man. They're they're about to they're about to lock it out. They're talking about the, the, the deficit. The deficit the That's debt cool. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, they talking about the shit though, to be honest with you. Um but I mean I recently I've been looking at it from two perspectives, you know what I'm saying? Uh it's either you spend more money or you you know, stop spending money, but the the only way that the government can take us where we need to go, which wherever that is, because we ain't never seen where we're supposed to be looking. We, you know, in the movies, we've seen what the United States looked like in 2012, but it don't look, now it don't look like, a, you, you know, so, like, we, we whoever whoever the president is, the one that's going to be in charge of taking the United States to the you know, to the to the next to the next level. What's the next level? We don't even know. We 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 arguing over high speed rails and shit. You know what I mean? It's butt right now. You know what I'm saying? I keep so, saying. I, you know, I keep saying. Like, and let me tell you, this is what I know for a fact. This is what I uh-huh. know for a fact. Because I heard, I heard, I think Benaki say that that generation that maybe not me and your generation, but the generation right below us. Right. Is, is, Women's generation, they lazy as fuck. So they might. So you basically what they asking is, you know, is to invest in that generation. That's what you're basically asking. Talking about like the crack generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Should should I basically you asking me as a business entity? Should I invest in this dumbass, lazy ass, weed smoking, don't want to do shit generation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good like, enough. Exactly, exactly, because they they don't they actually they haven't had a lot come out of that generation at all. Yeah, because all the, all the white kids listen to rap music and have babies and you know teen pregnancy. Like, look at their generation. Their generation is fucked up. Right. So I mean, like, so you ask, should I invest and and pay for this motherfucker to go to school? What are they gonna do with it? Like, are they gonna clean up their act? Or are they just gonna buy more drugs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. Are that's you really? You really have to look at that. Like their generation is, their generation is is lightweight, effed up. Yeah, and it was kind of that. Yeah, that's the crack, the crack baby generation, the the kids born in the eighties and nineties. Hey, that's the Eminem generation. That's the poor white trash. The poor white trash ain't nothing but niggas and Mexicans. That's the that's the that's the broke side of white of the white race. You feel me? Yeah. That's not just like I was telling Blanco. That's the Jerry Springer, Springer dudes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The trailers, they live in trailers. They broke. They just as broke as any other nigga. They, you know what I'm saying? They have just as many babies. They, they all on welfare. You know, and, straight up. And, and it's crazy. Straight up, it's real talk. Man, and so this, this, this is wild with this debt ceiling because they're. they're but, listen, but listen, but listen. That's this. What you have to understand is. That's, put it like this, and I don't even think nobody even noticed because I'm too deep, and plus I, I, I smoke think weed. But <laughs> Michelle Bachman, Michelle Bachman's, and all them Tea Party people, they represent the trailer park people. Feel me? Oh wow, yeah, I never thought about that. Oh, Sarah Palin, you know? Those those are that who they represent. They never had no voice, bro. Now they got a voice. You feel me? Mhm. And now she signed black. that bill talking about uh, that 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 black kids had it better before slavery than they do now. 
they really believe that though. They really truly <laughs> truly believe that. And look at they but, but and 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 they have the they have they have a, something to stand on when you look at the greatest African in Africa right now, who is who is that? Melvin Mandela? Nelson Mandela. And then you got, Happy right, birthday you got, 93 today. Right, right. And then you got Obama, who is the president of the United States, graduated this, this, that, the other. You know what I'm saying? He's over here. So now who who made out the best, basically? Yeah, the black people. Oprah over here. Who over there? Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't know who the rich folk over there. Who's Oprah in Africa? We don't know. This is the people that don't even talk about this type of shit. So when they look at that, they say, we did you a favor. Even though we put you, we planked you in the belly of the ship and drove your ass over here and woo-woo-woo and sold you and all that. Look at you now. Yeah, now you're running shit. But you're right. not running shit because we're still going to be running shit. Off top. Off top. But where do you go from here? That's what I'm saying. Where do we go from here? There's nobody saying where do we go from here. We have no clue. Does the, they just retired the the, the the space shuttle? What do we go from here? What do we do? Wow, and you know, wow, that's crazy. And we was talking the other day, me and my wife, about about uh, speaking of the space shuttle, about how these private companies are going to start sending people into space. Have you heard of that? Yeah, it's all privatized now. It's all about to be privatized. Richard Branson, uh, probably, probably. Uh, uh, Mark Cuban, like you know, the cats, the cats that really got bread, and then probably some underworld cats is gonna start, you know, some rich underworld cats is about to start exploring space. Like basically, we don't own, they don't own space no more. You feel me? That's open to anybody. They just privatize space. Think you know, about what's that. funny is, is I know, I know a website. I met this dude on a website. I met this dude at his house. He, I was doing his cable, and and his website said that. For hundred thousand dollars, you can go into space right now with his company. To send right, you up yeah. there, and, then, and you could drive around the moon and shit. Yeah, but I, but you know, the whole thing was I thought it was some motherfucking big ass asteroid coming and all that shit, and we, you know, we, you know what I mean, or you know, basically all with like when Reagan did the Star Wars and all that shit, he just did, it and we never used it. The only thing we ever used, we put billion dollars into the atomic bomb, and you know, and all that. And, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and that's the only thing we really just use. All the other shit ain't being used, except for them Patriot missiles that, you know what I'm saying, they just used them to sell to other countries and shit. It was just, you know what I'm saying? Right. Shit is crazy. But, some, but you know, that's why you got to numb yourself away and, just, and find your happy place. Just like how you be going to Disney World and shit and, and Great America, that's how you do it. You know, yeah. kids don't need to know. No, kids don't need to know about none of this shit. They need to go watch Harry Potter. You know what I'm saying? Transformers. They need. You know what I mean? Just, just let them just keep their minds where they at until you know what I mean? Because it's too heavy right now. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, uh, two weeks from now means you're gonna be at the Helms again if you're around because I'm gonna be at Magic Mountain again. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that. So start lining up your kids for for uh, I think it's August first or something like that, one of those days. Listen, your job, but to your, I, I guarantee you, your job is the type of job or your wife's job that always be having deals and specials and shit come up, huh? Yeah, no, actually, what it is 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 we got the we got the Six Flags, uh, the the season passes for for Marine World, and right. so so we're gonna take one last trip down to down to L.A. Before before school starts, you know we like to take our kids out and let them explore and 
and do things just like we were talking about, do things that I never got to do. So, right. So we're going to take them out there for one last hurrah before school starts. And then, you know, and then we just back to back to business as usual as soon as August hits. Right, exactly. That's how you do it, too. Yeah, I my kids just my kids just started back to school today. What? You're in a you're in a all year round school? Yep. Okay. Do they gotta wear uniforms? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. We got one in the uniform now. The rest are non uniform, so we're good. All right, man. I'm so glad they got, got uniforms. Yeah, that is that's more school shopping. We're not good. I liked it when they was all in uniforms. <laughs> Both of them. Man, off top. I got three, so you know that's right there. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I go to the Chinese guy or the Vietnamese guy. He gets his shit from his hometown. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. All right, man. Okay. That's a wrap, Omizi. We're out next All week. Right. Next week, we got Jimmy Rain. Talk to her. Tell her. Tell her that you know. Oh, you know, I got my partner. I got my partner. Um, my partner. I just uh was was messing with out. In, uh, he uh he messed with Rick Ross. You know, uh, Rick Ross label. His name is um Maybach Dice. Uh, he okay. wanna come on for our game. Just I got he gonna send me his music and everything. But he he got a uh, album coming out under Rick Ross and some more shit. Man, that's so good. Yeah, Make it happen. So follow him and shit. He he just he hit me on my Twitter. So follow him, and, uh, and then we're going to have him call in, too. August 1st, the show is yours. Already. August 1st, so we'll hook that up. Okay, I'll let you know what's up. All right, it's a wrap. I'm going to holler at you later. When's that, when's that be legit shoot? When's that video shoot? This week, next week? Hopefully next week. Okay. He got a show out here. He got a show out here with Beast Moving him, so I think I'm going to do it that, the same day. Okay. Let me know. Hit me on. Hit me on my phone. Let me know. Let me know what's up. I'll try to make it out. All right. All right. We out. Peace. Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.